You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, Locked On Browns, with your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, the Locked On Browns Twitter account, at Locked On Browns, follow back account, DMs are open, Locked On Browns is brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, available on Apple, on Spotify, on Odyssey, make sure you're following or subscribe to the show, leave those five-star ratings and written reviews. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by the Peacock and Williamson Show, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Brian and Matt do a fantastic job with their coverage of the NFL on a whole. Make sure you're checking it out right after you listen to your daily editions of Locked On Browns. Hello, everybody. Friday as we drive into the weekend. I hope everybody's feeling, you know, basically doing the bowl dance feeling the flow as we head on into a summer weekend here in mid-June. We're going to discuss some breakout players on the offensive side of the ball. Some breakout players I think we're going to see in the 2021 season on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to do a little revisit to the 2018 Cleveland Browns NFL draft and how it has shaped the franchise for where it stands today, but some heavy decisions about to be made with that 2018 draft class. The offensive side of the ball. Uh, look, the offense last year played at a ridiculous level. Um, when you keep in mind, uh, you know, first year head coach who obviously, you know, pseudos as your play caller, um, pseudos as your offense coordinator, even though you do have an offense coordinator, uh, and Kevin Stefanski, the offense reached incredible heights in 2020 through the running game, through the passing game. Baker Mayfield was smart, efficient, uh, was able to manage difficult circumstances in the Browns did not have a true legitimate deep threat as a part of their offense, uh, a tight end group that was expected to do a lot of great things in the 2020 season and as a whole probably did not meet expectations. We'll start with our first player, and this is actually going to be a 1A, 1B, so to speak, here at the tight end position. Um, the Browns did pay a ton of money to Austin Hooper to come on over for the 2020 season. Austin Hooper is going to get paid a ton of money here in the 2021 season. Right now, the production has not met the financial compensation to this point. And yeah, it's not that big of an issue as the Browns were still highly successful. But at the end of the day, and certainly through an analytic lens, you want to make sure that you know what you're paying for is what you're getting. David Njoku and Harrison Bryant, both with the opportunities here in 2021 for a greater piece of the pie. We've seen David Njoku at his finest. 2018, 53 receptions, uh, seven touchdowns, was just an incredible performer during that season. 2019, an absolute loss season. And the look for the early part of 2020 was going to be a loss season for David Njoku as well. The blocking finally met the expectations of what was needed for a tight end to play a ton of reps and to play almost starter type reps in the NFL hard work and dedication through David uh, leaded to results of him being the most efficient and the best tight end most likely over the last 10 games, if not the season during the 2020 season, uh, David Njoku, the opportunities here and with David Njoku in the last year, 
of his five-year rookie contract being drafted in 2017. The opportunity is going to be there certainly to up the reception total, maybe get him into that 30s to 40s number with the Browns being able to challenge more vertically with their wide receiver crew, which should make things a lot easier for the tight ends. The opportunity is there for David Njoku, who has proven he can be the blocker the Browns need him to be. Now it's time to get him back to the receiver he has shown he can be. Harrison Bryant right now would probably be tight end 2B or tight end 3. Uh, the Browns still want to play a lot of tight ends, still want to play a lot of two tight end sets. Austin Hooper is going to be slated for a ton of playing time. It'll be Najoku and Bryant battling for playing time after that with Hooper on the field. Bryant, there were flashes in his rookie year. Uh, certainly contributed in the receiving game, uh, first Cincinnati game, two touchdowns. Uh, the blocking, what we need to see from Harrison Bryant is we need to see this second-year leap and him improve as a blocker. Um, was not his calling card coming into the NFL. Uh, the physique certainly needed to have some you know, muscle added to it to deal with you know blocking some of these 275-pound, 280-pound defensive ends in the NFL. Harrison Bryant can do that. The Browns could be in a position where they can re-sign David Njoku going further, move on from Austin Hooper, and be paying less to the tight end group and still getting maybe the same, if not better, production going into the 2022 season. Next breakout guy. I believe Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be in for a bigger piece of the pie as well here. Um, he brings something with a size, uh, overall physique to the wide receiver room that you know you don't get with an Odell. You don't get with a Jarvis. You're not going to get with Rashard Higgins. You're certainly not going to get with an Anthony Schwartz. Uh, his willingness to do the dirty work in the blocking game. And as we mentioned last year, if you weren't going to block, there was no opportunity for the Rock. If you were a Browns wide receiver, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, that's how he got his start. He wasn't even really a, a threat as a receiver early in the season. Uh, the reps he got were you know, mostly in run game or as you know, the fourth, fifth option in the passing tree. But through hard work, through dedication, led to big-time moments like winning the Cincinnati game, catching the game-winning touchdown pass with 11 seconds left, or the 75-yard touchdown against Tennessee Titans. That was just an absolute statement and a beautiful route from him. Double move, cooked a cornerback, was open by 15 yards, took to the house down in Nashville. The opportunity is going to be there, and I think the Browns really want to see what they have in Donovan Peoples-Jones here in 2021 with two looming decisions at the wide receiver position, if not three, going into the following offseason before the 2022 season. I don't want to make this sound like I'm knocking Jedrick Wills in any way because I think he did a fine job as a rookie offensive tackle in year one for the Browns. But I think it's going to be a major leap here in year two. A um, little bit more comfortable now on the left side of the ball. You have great tutelage in an offensive line coach like Bill Callahan. You have so many veterans at your disposal that you can speak with. Joe Batonio obviously has uh, experience at playing left tackle. Jack Conklin, you know, a veteran Solid offensive tackle in this league. J.C. Treader knows everything. He's just a fountain of information. I really think, and we talked a lot with Jedrick Wills last year, and he was put in a great opportunity as being the 10th overall pick where he did not need to be even you know the best offensive lineman on the Browns in 2020, even if he was just the fifth best offensive lineman. That was going to be more than fine. But I think we're going to see a jump here in 20. 21, where Jedrick Wills maybe finishes the season as the third best offensive lineman, perhaps the second best offensive lineman on this team going further. Your offensive breakout players for the 2021 Cleveland Browns, David Njoku, Harrison Bryant, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 
and of course, left tackle, Jedrick Wills. We're back with a little bit more here. We'll do the defensive side of the ball here. We'll revisit the 2018 Browns NFL Draft. More coming on your latest Locked On Browns. Baseball is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams try to win their respective championships. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You are in total control. Stat Hero is a D, is DFS the way it was meant to be. One on one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, stathero.com slash locked on. As we continue here on your Friday edition of Locked On Browns, I hope you're all getting ready and headed towards some exciting plans for the weekend. We discussed breakout stars that I feel are we're going to experience on the offensive side of the ball here in the 2021 NFL season for your Browns. You can do the same here on the defensive side of the ball. First, with all the maneuvering that was made at the defensive tackle position, there is essentially one constant here in 2021 from 2020, and that is second-year defensive tackle, Jordan Elliott, uh, third-round selection in the 2020 NFL Draft out of the University of Missouri. Uh, it looks, for all intents and purposes, Jordan is going to be a starter this year. Uh, the reports from OTAs are glowing. Uh, some of the coaches almost seem to be gushing about the de- uh, development of the second-year uh, defensive tackle. Now number 96, as he was kind enough to move number 90 over to new addition, Jadavian Clowney. Uh, but it all looks to be lining up. And Jordan Elliott graded well in the limited amount of reps he took last year. Again, didn't get a ton of time, was caught in a numbers game. But this is also going to be the way of the future here for the Browns. The Browns are not going to put rookies in a position where a ton is put on them. You know, Other than Jedrick Wills, no other rookie really played a ton of snaps this year. Right now, the way it's shaping up, unless somebody just absolutely blows it out of the water, I don't think any rookie coming into this Browns team right now is going to, you know, have so much too much bestowed upon him. Greg Newsom right now has the potential for maybe to be your only Week One starter, and it's certainly that he does not have competition in Greedy Williams. 
But Jordan Elliott, and with moving on from Sheldon Richardson and moving on from the other defensive tackle players, defensive tackles that you did, it shows that the Browns have a lot of faith in this selection they made. They have a lot of faith in what they saw, even though it was limited in the 2020 season in Jordan Elliott, where they can up the workload here uh, this season. They could put starter reps and maybe start to expect some more con- some contributions within you know pass rush from Jordan Elliott, um, not just you know playing sound and assignment based football. Against the run, year two, your defensive tackle uh, player to watch, certainly for a little bit of a breakout, is number 96, Jordan Elliott. The linebacker position. Um, I've spoken about him since before he was here. I spent months talking about him before he got here. Uh, The Browns did eventually draft him. Jacob Phillips, I said at the time, I would rather have Jacob Phillips where he was going to be drafted than to have Patrick Queen for where he was going to be drafted. I still stand by that. There were times where Jacob Phillips looked like it was all coming together, and it was a really difficult year for Jacob Phillips in and out of the lineup. And, you know, like three weeks in, almost three weeks out, and this seemed to you know rinse repeat itself throughout the entire season for uh, Jacob Phillips in his rookie year. Uh, but there were flashes. You know, the Dallas Cowboy game. There was a three ploy, three play sequence uh, where he had two passes defended. Uh, he was involved in a run stop three plays in a row. Looked phenomenal there. Had some really strong reps, one on a uh, jet sweep against the Indianapolis Colts, uh, you know, where he, he maintained his angle, pursued angle, and busted the play for a tiny, tiny, minute game against the Indianapolis Colts later in the year. I mean, we all go back to that one, you know, week 17 at home against the Steelers, flying down, strafing down the line of scrimmage, busting up the play for a uh, one yard loss. Jacob Phillips has all the tools. He's got speed. He's got the read and recognition skills that you're looking for. Uh, he covers well for a linebacker. I believe my, Malcolm Smith was retained for the sole purpose of just making sure that Phillips takes this next step. But it could be a spot where you know uh, Malcolm Smith is here at his age and ends up not playing much, if at all, by midseason or towards the end, maybe even possibly getting released because a player like Jacob Phillips – uh, is you know put his brand on it and has take, staken his claim uh, as probably the Browns' best linebacker in the 2021 NFL season. I'm going to stand by that. I am going to stick to that. And I'm still going to guarantee and bet the house that if it's not John Johnson III who leads this team in tackles this season, it will be third year. I'm second-year linebacker, former third-round pick out of Louisiana State, Mr. Jacob Phillips. Your third breakout star, and I, I guess anything he does on the field is going to be considered a breakout, um, as Grant Tilpit, as everybody knows, missed his entire rookie season. Um, but I think he's one player you know, who's going to come back here, and it's probably a good position. Uh, and he was coming back from a real serious injury. The Browns pro- brought in a ton, a ton of manpower on this defense, on the defensive line. Certainly the linebacker unit, the high bridge and JOK and Fields, the secondary and John Johnson the third, and of course Newsom and Hill, where it allows a player like Grant Delpit, who is coming back from a very, very serious injury and already seems to be contributing in OTAs, which looks to be a brilliant, brilliant uh, you know, sign to this point. Um, about 10 months or so pre-injury, already back on the field doing uh, you know, football things, uh, getting back into the flow, you know. So this way, maybe when August comes around, we're not shaking off rust. We're just looking to improve upon Grant Delpit, who Joe Woods last year during training camp was lining up everywhere. 
uh, wasn't essentially running with the first team, but then was being blended in. But he was all over the field. He was lined up on line of scrimmage. He was lined up in the slot. He was lined up at his deep safety. Um, you see these types of things with John Johnson the third. We know Ronnie Harrison can do, you know, multiple things at the safety position. Uh, but you get a player with Grant Delpit with his intelligence, uh, performance, uh, overall production in college. Um, the guy always seems to be around the football in somehow some way, some shape. Uh, Grant Delpit, he was a special player when the Browns made the selection. And I still remember doing these arguments with Pete pre-draft where, you know, hey, you might be able to get Grant Delpit in round two. And me just shaking my head going, you're kidding me. This is not going to possibly happen. And not only did, you know, the Browns get Grant Delpit, they were able to actually move down a couple of spots, still get Grant Delpit, uh, you know, where they did in the second round. Had him probably penciled in to be the top safety for the 2020 season. Unfortunately, that you know all went to bed really, really quickly in August. But with all that that you've added here, and look, Grant already knows the playbook. He's already familiar lining up in several areas of Joe Woods' defense. You think that year two, even though it could take a little bit, you know, he may not be all the way back, you know, physically with the Achilles. Could be, most likely won't be. But maybe that won't matter because you have such a special player, such a special talent, and he's not going to be you know, void in the knowledge department, plus a whole year of doing nothing but lifting weights. Grant Delpit looks to be in peak, peak physical shape. You breakout stars on the defensive side of the ball. Jordan Elliott, Jacob Phillips, Grant Delpit. We're going to get back here, revisit the 2018 draft for your Browns in just a second. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor? Did you know Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar lineup, well, you are missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? Again, folks, the mint brownie, that Girl Scout cookie taste. Oh, so good. If you haven't tried all the flavors, getting a mixed box is probably the best avenue to go. You will get two of each of the nine flavors for 18 bars in total. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they are also very healthy as well. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked 15 all caps 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your first order again the promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off your order at builtbar.com and just a reminder folks if you are not subscribed or following the lockdown browns podcast on apple spotify or odyssey now is the perfect time to do so Leave those five-star ratings and written reviews, please, and thank you, folks. Uh, we're going to go back, uh, just a little trip down memory lane here, the 2018 NFL Draft and how crucial it was for the current Cleveland Browns and where the rubber is going to meet the road, so to speak, for the Cleveland Browns. Um, Miles Garrett, the number one overall selection in 2017. We all know what that has done for this franchise. David Njoku that year as well. Jabril Peppers obviously moved on in the Odell Beckham Jr. trade. But as great as Miles is, if it wasn't for what was added here in the 2018 NFL draft, this franchise would not be where it is today. We wouldn't be discussing a incredible playoff victory last January in Pittsburgh. Number one overall, 
Baker Mayfield, the importance of finally having your franchise quarterback, the importance of having a quarterback who meshes and fits so well within a coach's system like Baker Mayfield does with Coach Stefanski, and how even though they were limited in 2020, you made the steps here, hopefully with a second-year jump from Donovan Peoples-Jones, finding a way to get the speed of Anthony Schwartz incorporated, having these tight ends involved, where now you can take what was a great limited offense in 2020 and basically just blow the roof off of it here in 2021, where the Browns are playing 40, 50 yards at a clip, not necessarily playing 10 to 20 yards at a clip. Throw in, and we'll get to it. The running game, obviously. Um, Baker Mayfield, your franchise quarterback, uh, probably the king of Cleveland right now. Uh, whether it is this offseason or whether it is sometime during the season, a contract extension is coming for Baker Mayfield. Um, he is QB1. He is the man. He's going to be it here in Cleveland for a long, long time. Uh, let's just put some pen to paper here, throw a whole bunch of zeros on it, and let's make that official sometime soon for Mr. Baker Mayfield. Fourth overall, and at the time, was never against the pick. There was a cornerback I loved a little bit more. Um, but other than some missed time, uh, there's nothing anybody has to complain about with the play of Denzel Ward, uh, drafted number four overall. In the, in the 2018 NFL Draft. He has done everything he can to show you and prove that he is the number one cornerback on this team. He is the top dog. There is no question about it. This team is vastly different without him on the field. His ability to lock one-on-one -on -one with the team's best receiver shows week in, week out. Big plays such as Philadelphia last year, the one where he ended up actually getting injured, clinching the game with an interception, late um, this year with a better secondary, with best better cornerback play around him. Hopefully, maybe you can expand on Denzel Ward. And we've spoken about this for years, using him against what the opposition's biggest threat is. If it's a slot receiver, you can use Denzel Ward to do that at your disposal. So the chance to you know, basically, you know, expand on the repertoire, so to speak, of Denzel Ward. It's certainly they might something they may have the opportunity to do this year. Um, and then again, another player here. Um, yes, the Browns cap situation is not now what it once was. It always happens when you're bad and when you end up being good. It's usually because you got a bunch of good players. But the Browns are gonna have to find some happy meeting here between Denzel Ward and themselves. So hopefully to continue this partnership, because Denzel's been a solid player after being drafted fourth overall in the 2018 NFL draft and is showing no signs of any stop in his play. Number 33 overall in round two, which means the Browns had almost a full 24 hours to sleep on it. Austin Corbett, offensive lineman, Nevada. Um, the plan was originally for him to be the right guard that took over for Kevin Zeitler. Um, he did get that opportunity and so did five other players before they gave Wyatt Teller a shot and Wyatt Teller said, that's it. This competition is over. This job is mine. Um, Austin Corbett was just never physical enough to play on the interior, was never athletic enough to play uh, tackle here for the Browns. Um, the selection never panned out. It was a miss. There's no way around it. Um, actually, a starting guard now for the Los Angeles Rams. Much different concept. The Rams are running out there offensively. But good for Austin Corbett. Found his way. Um, but that pick obviously was, you know, one, if the Browns had to do back and certainly it's not this regime, it was John Dorsey who made it would probably love to do over number 35 overall 
in round two, Nicholas Chubb, running back from the University of Georgia. Um, took some time before they finally, you know, saw the light and gave Nick Chubb a full-time opportunity to be the running back of this team. And he's done nothing, nothing to disappoint. Nick Chubb has been incredible his two and a half years as starting running back for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, five yards carry. Um, he is quick with deep speed. Uh, breaks so many tackles when the backfield breaks first contact so many times. Continues to improve year in, year out within the screen game. Uh, not the overall receiver uh, you'd wish, but even still, I mean, he doesn't need to be because there's got to be a time we're going to get this guy a blow and you'd rather have him on first and 10 on the field than on third and seven. So the fact that he's not an elite receiver doesn't hurt anything because he's just going to need some time to catch his breath every now and then. Nick Chubb is going to make for a difficult, difficult re-signing. The analytic regimes do not value running back play, do not value paying running back play highly. But, you know, so many fans of the Browns here seem to want to tout certain players for their leadership. And just because we don't hear a lot from Nick Chubb and he isn't a very rah-rah guy does not mean that Nick Chubb is not a leader here. And by a lot, um, sometimes the best words about a, any type of player can be said by those who go to war with him week in, week out. And we don't hear from Nick, but we certainly hear about Nick from his teammates and, you know, how much they speak about him how much they respect him, the player that he is. Um, yeah, I've said it and I'll continue to say it. I, I'll, I'll find a way to move on from Kareem Hunt if money's an issue in 2021. I'll take that money, add it to Nick Chubb. Perhaps it's Demetric Felton who can you know fill in some of the void from Kareem Hunt. You can always find a third running back. I think Nick Chubb is just too good at what he does. He's just too much of a perfect fit for this wide zone scheme. He does not get in any issues whatsoever. Uh, he practices just as hard on Wednesday as if it is a game against the Baltimore Ravens on a Sunday or a Monday night. Nick Chubb is a leader of this team. He is needed. He is depended upon. Nick Chubb deserves a C on his chest, and he deserves a big, big, healthy extension. As long as the money is within reason, Nick Chubb, in my opinion, should be here for a while as running back for your Cleveland Browns. Round three, number 67 overall. Defensive end, Chad Thomas from the University of Miami. Yeah, uh, this one never really worked out. There's just no way around it. Um, he's, he's too long with not enough body mass to play on the inside. He has decent enough length to play on the outside. Doesn't have the overall athleticism. It's never worked. Um, they tried. They kept trotting him out there from time to time. Chad Thomas just, it's just never worked out. Um, it, it, I'm sorry, it just never worked out, period. Um, you know, obviously Chad has his dabblings in the uh, music industry. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know where in the world Chad Thomas is right now. Heck, he could be, you know, DJing somewhere in uh, South Beach in Miami this weekend. Um, there's better, you know, opportunity for that than maybe for Chad Thomas to be playing in the NFL anytime soon. Uh, round four, number 105 overall, Antonio Calloway. Um, there, were, there, were shy, there were signs rookie, his rookie year. Um, you saw the player that he was. Um, but this is always for me, and this is when we get to you know second chances as opposed to third time chances, fourth chances. Antonio Calloway, when he got here to the Browns, was already on his about third or fourth chance with football. Kept screwing up and kept screwing up again. 
Um, and it actually got the Browns in a difficult position because they were to the point where they rely, they were going to rely on him. They thought he was going to be a, you know, a vital part of their passing game of the receiving corp. And it, it just didn't work out. He couldn't get out of his own damn way. Uh, injuries, you know, crept his way back in the NFL still didn't work out for him. You know, Antonio Callaway, I mean, a lot of time you draft trouble players, exactly what you get is just that you get trouble. Jannard Avery, uh, the rookie year, everybody in Cleveland fell in love with him. We really, really liked his game year two. Didn't get to play much. Uh, the limited amount of time he did get to play, you know, he saw some signs of the Jannard Avery was undersized pass rusher, but he had the brute strength to make it work. Not too many guys at 255 can bull rush 300 pound offensive tackles. Jannard Avery was able to, able to do that. Moved on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Hasn't really done much for the Eagles. Um, the player that was liked here, not given enough of an opportunity in Mr. Jannard Avery. Round six, 175 overall. Damian Ratley. Um, now, this is interesting. Damian Ratley played well on special teams. Uh, you know, had times where his number was called as a wide receiver. Big touchdown, final week of the 2019 season against Cincinnati. Um, but the Browns wide receiver room just got better and better. Rashard Higgins, you know, obviously climbing up the chart over him. Uh, the bringing in of an Odell Beckham Jr. Um, then you drafted Donovan Peoples-Jones last year. And always seen that Damian Ratley found himself hurt during camp, which certainly never aided any opportunities for him. Um, believe with the Detroit Lions now was a great guy. He was actually a former guest of Lockdown Browns. All the best, Damian Ratley. Um, you know, just as long as, you know, your best games don't come against the Cleveland Browns. Number six, 188 overall, Simeon Thomas, cornerback, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, long, skinny, had a little bit of trouble in college. Um, right away, you could tell he was overmatched. Um, Never really even got reps in camp. Um, it, it was maybe somebody you looked at with a body who could maybe perform on special teams Then maybe one day down the road there'd be some time there for him. Just never panned out that way for Simeon Thomas. Uh, you know, I know we went to Seattle after the Browns. Um, but again, it was a late sixth-round pick, and at the time the Browns were on the verge of you know, becoming vastly, vastly improved. Interesting look at the 2018 Browns draft class. And there were some misses in there. Obviously, you know, you talk about Callaway, you talk about Chad Thomas, and you can kind of, you know, joke a little bit. But make no mistake about it. Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, Nick Chubb are huge as to where this franchise is. Um, it's going to come time to pay the piper, so to speak, with all three players as all of, you know, come in and just become vital parts, rock-solid parts of this organization and the foundation that it now stands upon as they look to, you know, great heights here in the 2021 NFL season, eyes towards playing in an AFC championship game, perhaps maybe even a Super Bowl. We'll see. But a fun little look down memory lane. We've covered breakout players on the offense side of the ball, breakout players on the defensive side of the ball, revisited the 2018 NFL draft class. Has been your Friday edition of Locked On Browns. Again, folks, enjoy your weekend's Summer is here, and the time is right. Make sure you're following or subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcast. Five-star ratings, written reviews. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB.